Hello and welcome to Organize Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales and I am your holistic process strategist. I help side hustling entrepreneurs and professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and personal life so you can have better work-life balance and integration. Today's episode is brought to you by Organized Academy, where you learn all things organizing that will help you holistically balance your business and personal life so you can live the life you always dreamed of living. Lock in your $25 monthly membership by becoming a founding member of Organized Academy today. To do so, just visit organizedacademy.com. So today's episode is going to be a little different because I am doing a retrospective, not only on my conversation with Dr. Dangerfield, but also a retrospective on a YouTube video that I recently watched from uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. And I'm going to put the show notes in the show notes. I'm going to put the link to the YouTube video because I definitely recommend that you watch it for yourself. It is an hour and 40 minute um, video, but I would say probably the first hour is so, so powerful. I think the rest is powerful as well, but the, the video was actually taken from a leadership conference that he did. And the bulk of the participants were ministers or pastors. And so although all of the content, I think you can apply to you because he mentions in it, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a pastor, if you're a CEO, you know, he, he addresses that in this, in the episode, in the, video but I know the first part of it it really digs digs home like I pulled so much out of that for myself as as a business owner as an entrepreneur for myself but I also while listening to this video gleaned so much from the content that I could apply or could help my clients with um, using that the the thoughts that he was sharing um, and I could see some of the limiting beliefs or limiting thoughts that my clients have or potential clients have and ways that I can help them see the light, if you will, um, regarding the things they need to do in their business. And so it was really, really dynamic for me. And I wanted to share it because, you know, I looked at it from my perspective and a lot of the information, a lot of the things that I was getting from it were specifically for me. But I also think that you listening to it for yourself, you will pick up things that are uniquely for you and that you may be able to apply to your clients and to your business and to your life. Um, so I definitely, like I said, recommend that you listen to that yourself so that you can see what you glean from, from the content. I'm taking off my bracelet because I'm jingling all over the place. Um, and I think that this was so timely for me because I just had my episode with Dr. Dangerfield and that itself was a dynamic conversation. It was so awesome. And, you know, we talked about her experience in taking my, um, courses and and you know she's done she's hired me for personal work she's hired me for business work and we talked about that during her episode so if you didn't listen to that I will also have a link to that in the show notes as well but what I really want to talk about is you know for those of you who have been on the fence for those of you who 
you have looked at the situations going on in the world today, the COVID situation, the financial situation, the health situation, um, the political situation, the racial situation. Like if you're looking at all of those things and you are feeling depressed, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling scared, you're feeling all the things related to both your life and your, and your business, I wanna give you some words of encouragement and that is something that this video I feel will do for you. Because I, I had the conversation with, with someone this past week um, who recently got laid off and, and their particular situation was that they worked for a company for a number of years we'll, and I can't remember the exact number but we're gonna say 10 plus years at this company and the company laid off and the layoff was not full blown. So all employees were not let go, but only certain ones were. And so in that trying to put myself in her situation and thinking how that would feel, number one, just from the standpoint of I was chosen, you know, they chose to let me go. So what, you know, from that standpoint, you know, the feeling that I assume they are feeling is a feeling of loss, a feeling of why me, you know, and, um, and I don't know her work history or anything like that. So I don't know if the writing was on the wall. I don't know if it was out of left field. I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to as a person who has been let go of a job, you know, I've been in a job and gotten fired and didn't feel it was fair for me to get fired. Um, I think that some of their points were, were adequate, you know, like they had some points, but I didn't feel it was to the, to the level of firing. And I felt like there were some other things going on in that situation for myself. Um, but being in that, in that position, I know that you feel a sense of loss. You feel a sense of confusion. You feel a sense of failure in that moment. And it doesn't mean that you aren't good enough, right? But you have that feeling of, you know, you get into a depressive state. But at the same time, you've got to pay your bills. At the same time, you've got to move on and um, not allow this to be what breaks you. And so in right now, you know, just putting myself in, in her shoes and thinking back to how it felt for me in a situation that it wasn't even this dire. It was a situation where I was let go and I could go out and find another job. Um, you know, it may not be doing what I wanted to do, but I could find another job. Um, to pay my bills. Whereas for her, because of the level of employee she was, because of what she was doing at the time, it was de it's devastating. And, and then it happening right now during the COVID situation where you can't just walk out the door and find another job today, right? Or tomorrow. And so that is, it's like a layered on situation. So for some of you all who are side or were side hustlers and you lost your full-time employment, you are in a situation of feeling stuck. You are feeling like, um, you know, there's depression, there's all of those feelings, you are feeling them right now. And so you may not be motivated to do anything in your business right now because of those other things. And one of the things that I got from, from this video, and again, I looked at it from my perspective of how do I speak to my customers? How do I work my business during this time as well? But just taking a step back and thinking about those people who are in that situation, I solely think, solely think, I don't think that's the right word I want to use, but 
I really think that if you just listen to this video that you will be motivated. So I, I want to take a pause out and just encourage you to just listen to it, right? With an open ear and really hear the words that are being said. Because one of the things that stuck out to me about this this video and the video is titled your power is in your partner okay and again that title to me is so misleading for what i took from it but at the same time it makes sense for the the um the purpose of the video or why he was doing it but when i when i listened to it and i saw that title i'm like they don't really match for what i got from it but anyway one of the things that really stood out to me from the very beginning is, is a statement that he made and he was talking about the struggle. And what he said was that you have to understand that you are in a state of preparation for what is to come. So when things happen to you that you didn't plan for, that aren't necessarily positive in your life or in your business, that instead of looking at it as a, a 100% negative, that you can look at that, that situation or that thing that happens as part of the struggle, but is also understanding that it is a, a place, it is a state of preparation for you. So meaning that that where you are you right now you don't have a job um but it is preparing you for the next step of your life it is preparing you for what is about to come for you so you know being let go putting myself in, in those shoes my thought would be what can i do now what should i be doing right now well you had a side hustle for a reason what was the reason for your side hustle and if your side hustle was to have residual income is it something that you can turn into full-time income so that maybe you don't have to go out and get another job that maybe this becomes your full-time job you built it for a reason use this time while you're getting unemployment while you're sitting in this state of weight with covid that you can see can I build this, this business into a viable situation? And maybe you're not looking to make it full time. Maybe you want to keep it part time. You want to keep it residual, but you could go ahead and do all the things that you wanted to do when you didn't have the time. Well, guess what? You now have the time. And maybe this is a time that you need to use wisely to, to put it, to level it up and put it in a place or in a situation where you can truly, um, take advantage of the time that you have. Um, so, so that was one thing that stood out to me. The other thing for me personally, I have struggled with articulating what it is that I do and what I bring to the table for my customer. I know what it is. I hear from my customer how it has changed their process. And, and you heard that with Dr. Dangerfield. She talked about what it did for her and that she does refer back to the information that we covered and how it gave her her aha moment and how it really helped her map out and figure out what it is she was supposed to be doing. And so I know the value in what I offer. But I've struggled with being able to articulate that in a way that my potential customer, my potential client understands how, just how it can change their lives for the better. And so, you know, when I was listening to this video that, you know, some of these things that he was saying was really standing out for me um, because I was like, man, that's my customer. You know, they need to understand that the, the tools that I'm bringing to them, the things that we're doing now in their business 
is in order to prepare them for what is to come. If you don't have the right intake processes in your business, if you don't have the right, just in general, processes set up in your business, when it's time for you to bring on new customers and you have an influx of customers all of a sudden, hello Zoom, right? Where you have a ton of people all of a sudden using your product, a ton of people all of a sudden wanting your services. Somebody spoke about you, um, and we heard that from Gina Paris is all of a sudden players were talking about her and now everybody wanted to work with her. So when you think about the processes that you have in your business, are you ready for that influx? Are you ready for that blessing? You want new, you want more customers. You want to figure out how do I get more customers? How do I get people to come to me? But when those people come, are you ready? Or are you set is your world is your process situation right? Are your processes set up in such a way that you are a onesie twosie shop or is your, are your processes set up to where you can take multiples at one time, right? And it's more automated or it's more, it's set up in a way that you don't have to manually go through and accept everybody or that you don't have to manually go through and push people from point A to point B to point C and so on. Right. And so those are the things that I help small businesses and bootstrappers and side hustlers do in their business is get the right processes in place and set them up in such a way that they do gain time back into the world, that they do. Um, it does allow them to be a solopreneur, but to operate as though they have multiple employees. There are so many people who have come to me as customers or as clients even during the discovery phase, right? When you're trying to figure out, is this, is this the person that I need to work with? Is this the coach that I need to have um, for my business? And so, you know, uh, several other people make comments about, man, this is so organized. You have so many systems set up and I need to learn how to do this. And, and the point is, is that the process isn't hard. You just have to know what it is that you need and know the steps it takes to do it and understand that my business processes can't just be picked up and replicated in your world. We have to develop the processes that are uniquely yours and uniquely set up for your business and your life. Okay. Or they won't work because my world is different and, and we don't necessarily match on a A to A or apple to apple basis. Right. So those are the, that's what I do. And so in just listening to his explanation about preparation, about understanding that, you know, you pray for these things, you're asking for these things, but in reality, you're not ready for them. And until you are watch what you ask for, right? Because that opportunity, when it comes, if you're not ready, think about what you're going to truly lose. And so if you've been on the fence, this is one of those things that I'm like, okay, now I kind of know how to articulate it to my, my potential clients. And hopefully it will allow you to realize it's time to get off the fence. So um, that was something that I got from it. I also, um, I mean, there were so many things, guys. Um, you know, one of the things that he talked about was complaining about more time. Um, you know, we do that a lot. We, when we're in a situation pre-COVID, how many of you all said, I, I just wish I had some more time to work in my business. I wish I had more time to do X, Y, Z. I wish I didn't have to do this, this, and this. And what happened? 
he took care of it. He took that, those things out of your way. He gave you what you asked for. You asked for more time. Guess what? He gave you more time. You don't have to, you don't have to commute to work because guess what? Your office is closed or you don't have to commute to work. You're working from home, but that gain, you know, for me, I gained two hours back in my day because I don't have to physically drive to work into my daughter's school. So these are things that we ask for, but we don't really process it that way. When we get it, we look at it as a negative, but in reality, he just gave us what we asked for. Maybe we're asking for the wrong things. Maybe we don't understand how he's delivering it to us. And the example that really, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, so many things stood out to me, but again, you got to listen to this video for yourself. But he talked about, you know, God gives us what we need at the time. And sometimes we ask for them, but they don't come in the packages that we want. And I'm paraphrasing and I'm kind of throwing some of my own stuff in here, but you have to leverage what you have to get what, you know, no, let me rephrase that. You have to leverage what you have to get what you need. Because sometimes you're, you're asking for something and you already have it there. So the example he gave was we asked, hey, can you deliver a cake? I need a cake here. I wish I had cake here. And God is saying, I've already given you everything you need to have cake. I've given you flour. I've given you eggs. I've given you baking soda, baking powder. I've given you all the things that you need to make a cake. You just don't see it as a cake because you don't know how to make a cake right? I'm giving you what you're asking for is just in a different package. Um, you have the raw ingredients already, right? That you need. So think about the things that you've been asking for over time and then look at your life, look at your business and see if you truly have them available to you. You just aren't utilizing them properly, or you just don't realize what you truly have to really leverage what you have for what you need. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully I'm not butchering his words, but again, like I said, you need to just listen to the video yourself. But these are the things that really stood out to me during his presentation. Okay, so in a nutshell, I really want you to start looking at your opportunities differently. I want you to start looking not only at your opportunities, your business, your life in a different way. Start challenging yourself to go further. Stop looking for things to just be handed to you. Stop looking for things to be 100% clearly placed in your path because sometimes God answers your prayers without directly saying, hey, Dana, I'm answering your prayer right now, so pay attention. He's not going to do that until you hit rock bottom. Then he's like, okay, since you weren't paying attention, I put you down here. Lucretia and I talked about that. I've broken you down because you haven't been listening. So I'm going to make it so that you don't have another choice but to listen. Okay. Um, so I want you to really pay attention to the things that are around you and really hone in to what have you been asking for and do you really already have it at your disposal and you just don't like the package it's in? Guys, oh my gosh, it just came to me when I just said that. Okay. True story, real life, here's a scenario. Here is something that really happened to me and it, it equates to this, this minute and this topic so perfectly. So many of you know that I did not get married until late in life. I was 38, I believe it was. Yeah, I think I was 38, 37, something like that when my husband and I met and got married. 
And I remember at the time when I met him, first of all, I was not looking for him. I was not looking for him at all. In fact, I was considering moving to DC at the time and I was taking salsa lessons and he just happened to be, we were, we were doing Rueda and Rueda is a, is a dance that basically the woman is past. It's, it's hard to explain. Just look it up on YouTube, but basically everybody dances in a circle and the inner circle, inner part of the circle goes to the clockwise um, around the outside just stays where it is, but the inside switches. So the girl is on the inside and she switches partners during the dance. So anyway, I am one that because I'm dancing with you, I'm touching you. I'm in close contact with you. I want to know your name. So as I went from partner to partner in the circle, I would ask the, the guy their name, try to get to know them because this was a weekly thing. So I was seeing the same people over and over and over. And it just so happened my husband or the guy at the time, um, you know, I introduced myself to him and we just kind of hit it off. So whenever the class was over, they would open the club for dancing. So I'd say, okay, you know, it's open for dancing. I'd go to my little table. Luis, my husband, would come over and ask me to dance and we would just dance. And so we kind of became dance partners that way. That's how it happened. And so we were taking two different classes. And so we just, every time we were in the same vicinity, we would always dance together. Fast forward and we, he asked me out one night and we just started dating. Well, it's funny because even though we were dating in my mind, I was just kicking it. I was like, oh, we're just hanging out because I'm planning to move to DC. Luis was not the man I saw for myself. When I asked, you know, I was asking God, you know, send me my husband. You know, I want to be married. You know, I want to have kids, you know, send me my husband. But in my mind, my husband did not look like Luis. Okay. My husband looked completely different. And I remember having the conversation with my best friend and a, another girlfriend and, and they were asking questions like, are you happy? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. But this, he's not who I saw for myself. And they were like, you know, well, maybe you're looking for the wrong thing. You know, maybe you need to explore and just let whatever's going to happen, happen. So fast forward, fast forward, we ended up together, obviously, um, and exclusively dating. And I just took the blinders off. I just said, okay, I'm just going to let whatever's going to happen, happen. And it just so happened. We fell in love, yada, yada. He proposed, we got married. So I'm saying all this to say, when we look at the packages, first of all, when we ask for something, sometimes we ask for them in a way that there are pre, you know, we're so explicit about the things that we're asking for in our minds that when we say them, we just say, this is what I want. I just said, Lord, I just want to be married. I want to have kids. I feel like you preparing me to be a perfect wife or a good wife. And so I just want to be married. Can you please send me my husband? That was my prayer. That's what I was asking for. I was not explicit. And I don't really know if explicitness would have changed what I got. I don't really know. But the point is, is that he sent me exactly what I asked for. I asked for a man that was like my dad. He sent me who I asked for. It just wasn't in the packaging that I thought I needed at the time or that I wanted at the time. And so now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you God for sending me. You know, I wasn't ready for what he sent me. I wasn't ready for that. 
I wasn't expecting that. And I had my mind set on something else. And so I had to humble myself and thank God for my girlfriends for being real with me and for my brother for being real, you know, real with me about, you know, quit calling him your dance partner. He's obviously more than that, you know, give him an opportunity. And when I did, I was blessed beyond measure. And so when you're looking at your business, when you're looking at the things that you're doing in your life and you're trying to control everything, ask yourself, are you doing what God wants you to do? Or are you doing what you want to do? Because let me tell you, we don't know everything, guys. And a lot of times we lead ourselves down paths that we don't need to be going down and that aren't best for us. And when we finally, as uh, what's her name? I can't think of the the Carrie Underwood. Like Carrie Underwood said, let Jesus take the wheel. Just just let it be. And you will be amazed at the change and the shift that happens in your life. Right. So the, you know, like I said, there were so many lessons that I got from this video. Um, there were so many business lessons. There were so many things about, you know, having the right people around you, surrounding yourself with a circle of supportive friends and not just those who are going to take and take and take from you, but who are going to pour into you, who are going to uplift you, who are going to help you through. That's what, as a business owner, you should be doing as well. You should, you know, that's why we have the circle, you know, our Facebook group, the circle, because I want to make sure that every single um, entrepreneur has the right people and the right things in place to support them. As a, as a bootstrapping entrepreneur, you need to have a, the right circle around you. You need to have the right people that you can bounce ideas off of, that, that you know will tell you the truth if something just doesn't sound quite right, if you've done something wrong, right? If you're like, should I do, how should I handle this situation? You want to make sure that you have the right people that are looking out for your best interests and are going to be real with you in that situation. Not just people who are going to ask you for things that are going to, you know, basically be an emotional drain on you and your business. Um, so again, he talks about that. So this episode was really just, a, it was a retrospective on the video. It really stuck, you know, stuck with me. And it was something that I felt really was amazing. And I encourage everyone to listen to it for themselves. And I would love, love, love for you to come over to the circle and share what you got from the video, share what your thoughts are and what were your aha moments when you watch the video. I would love for you to share that um, with me. And I will post the video in the circle um, if you just want to go over there and watch it, and then you can post your aha moments underneath the, in the comments of that post. Um, but that is it for this episode. Um, again, make sure you check out Dr. Lucretia's um, episode because she goes deep and she, she talks a lot about some of these things as well. She had not, I don't think she's seen this video, but it was just, it was amazing how we had that, you know, conversation. And then I, you know, a week later, I have, I watched this video and it was, the video was actually done, I believe in 20, 2014, I think is when the video was posted. So it wasn't even posted this year, but it's so on point with everything going on in the country today, um, from the pandemic to the financial crisis, to the political crisis, to the racial crisis. Like it just makes so much sense for 
for what we need to hear today. So let me know what you think and I will see you in the next episode. I want you to definitely stay organized and I want you to do something today that will help to fill your happiness bucket. I hope you guys have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.